Well, hey there and welcome to Any Other Business. This is our final, final podcast of any form of 2018. Very exciting. Last one, kind of wrap things up. Uh, And uh, we've mixed up Any Other Business a little bit for today because there are actually two pieces from the radio show that would have gone out on the Friday. Uh, Two crucial bits of our final show of 2018. In fact, fair play. There was quite a few of you guys actually got in touch and said, whoa, 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 you can't release Any Other Business as we do during the daytime before the show goes out. Yeah. Because we'll miss out on... On uh, the final bit of Chris Rea's journey back home to Middlesbrough for Christmas. Yep. And our 12th Dave of Christmas. So they are to come. You're going to hear those very shortly on uh, our final Any Other Business. First of all, uh, let's deal with a, a very, very important question. Mm-hmm. Christmas dinner, Yorkshire pudding, where do you stand? A Yorkshire pudding is an essential part of any roast dinner, I think, to be honest with you. Christmas dinner, Christmas day. Uh, because you couldn't say that that is just any roast dinner. I think if you're having a roast, it has to have a ro- uh, like a Yorkshire pudding with it. For sure. For show. Anglophenia, which is uh, a BBC America programme. Oh, so... so I thought it was a phobia. <laughs> no, that would be a phobia of us, it I guess. sounds like a phobia. Anglophenia, it's a BBC America programme. Uh, they have listed a traditional British Christmas dinner as roast turkey, roast potatoes, parsnips, carrots, stuffing, pigs in blankets, sprouts and gravy. Okay. They do not list a Yorkshire pudding as a traditional British Christmas dinner ingredient. Do you know what? In our household, we always use any other opportunity to get a roast, um, a Yorkshire pudding on the, on the plate. Any opportunity, stick it on there. I think it goes with most things. I have nothing against Yorkshire puddings at all. Yeah. But I would say that because on a Christmas dinner, because on a standard roast, you wouldn't have, sadly, pigs in blankets. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have sprouts. So I think to make room for those... Why limit yourself? What, what, what's this thing about room? <laughs> what's the room? It's, it's the whole point. It's just to eat until the point where your uh, tracky bottoms are at bursting point. Tracky it's bottoms room. on Christmas Day? You're not sat having your, your meal, surely, in yes. tracky bottoms. 100%. It's got to be done. For us, we're having a nut roast. R- what hey. about that? We're, we're going proper curveball. We're not vegetarian family or anything like that. We just thought, for one year, let's try something a bit different. I'm bored of turkey. Let's be honest with you, turkey ain't much cop. It's dry. It's one of the biggest uh, swindles in, in <laughs> history. Is that we all queue up and, uh, uh, and pre-order online and then panic when it doesn't turn up or queue up outside the butchers or whatever. Turkey's not even that nice. What's the, why, do we get, why do we get worked up by it? It's I not d- even that nice. I disagree that it's not nice. I think by saying it's not that nice, Nice, you're going too far the other way. It, oh, it maybe doesn't. It, it maybe doesn't deliver for the special day. I know, but it that can one day of the year, why are we? Why are we putting <laughs> and investing so much time in that thing that might not deliver? You know. So we're going to go for. A, a, I don't know what it's going to be like. It might be terrible, but we're going nut roast. You're going nut roast. I might even put a, a little Yorkshire pudding on the side. You see, for me, going back to my earlier point, Yorkshire pudding. Uh, it, it's kind of a treat for any occasion. So you're you're even now suggesting that the Yorkshire pudding is on a side plate. Yeah. Well, I reckon. Just just to add a, add a caveat to that rule, I think anything that has gravy on it should be allowed to have a Yorkshire pudding on it. <laughs> I can't think of anything that has gravy that wouldn't have a Yorkshire pudding on it. On that, at the Emirates the other night for the ill-fated Arsenal versus Spurs game, yeah. I w- I'm going to get called out here, but I was lucky enough to be eating in the stadium before the game, the kind of eating... Prawn sandwich. ...where there was a Yorkshire pudding. Oh, my word. <laughs> Fine dining, check you out. And uh, as I collected it from the buffet... Uh, the bloke who was um, carving all the stuff up actually said to me, as he watched me pour my gravy into the Yorkshire pudding, yeah. he actually said to me, expertly done, sir, not enough people here today have done that. 
Oh, right, we're using it as like a little well. It's the only way, surely. It's the way to do it. It's what the, what's the, what the hole's for, isn't it? It's Happy Christmas, hole. everyone. We've sorted out the Yorkshire pudding. Not roast. So, uh, this is Any Other Business, this podcast, and I, I think this next thing comes under Any Other Business. I've got a brand new pair of shoes on today. Really oh, I like. Wh- aren't they white? For now. Do you know what I mean, right? It's the first time I've had new white shoes in a long time, uh, and this goes back to being a kid, but... One second. Birthday present. Uh, there wasn't a birthday present. Wasn't. A, a, a sale at La Rodette. What? Uh, which is... <laughs> So oh, we, that's, the, that's the French department store. Yeah, they do online clothes. I'm well into my online clothes oh, now. Oh wow! I'm never going into a shop again ever. I'm just going to get it online. What a claim! So I the, like them. I like them. Thank you very much. The Converse All Stars. Uh, they were really cheap. Normally they're really expensive. Yeah. So I thought let's have them. But they're really white to the point where I now can see them in the corner of my eye <laughs> about my daily business. So I went to go and buy my train ticket today. Yeah, they were just putting me off. They're really bright. Really put me off. And I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if you used to do this, but I would run around in the garden just to give them a bit of a scuffing. Yes. Just to take the... Because if... There was two things that kids used to point out at school. One was if you'd had a haircut, mm-hmm. and second, if you had new shoes. Yeah, and at school, I would take care of it for you. They would, you know, new shoes at my school would yep. then be followed up by an industrial scuffing by your group of friends. A group scuffing. I can come round and do that right now. Bit of a scuff. I, I, I publicly said I'm carrying a little bit too much timber, so it might hurt, <laughs> but um, I don't reckon you're going to have a problem with them being too white for... <laughs> too much longer to I be just, quite I frank. Just, it just, I'm just concerned by it. I, I feel very aware of, like, I've got new shoes. It's like, uh, have you ever worn glasses, your glasses? Uh, yeah, I am, to drive and to uh, watch telly. New pair of glasses, you feel like you can see the glasses. They're within your field of view. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, 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 It's definitely. like that with shoes. So, uh, at the age of 43 now, my question to the audience, and maybe you can get in touch via the podcast and we can look at this in 2019, at the age of 43, am I too old to run around in the back garden and scuff them up a little bit? Interesting you just shared your age there. I'm going to go off on quite a tangent uh, and share something that's just happened to me on my way in. Uh But I'm currently watching Narcos um, off of Netflix Mm -hmm. and I'm getting towards the end of season two. So towards the end that as I was getting off at Oxford Circus to come to work, I had only ten minutes left of the last episode of season two. I can't tell you how bad a mood that put me in that I was so close to resolution and I've had to come to work so close to resolution there's, there's an unsettling <laughs> phrase can but, you because you not sit in the on the platform and watch the end of it do you know what I should have done you should have I should have let a load of tubes pass by and watched it yeah. but here's the thing that I learned from that episode you've just shared that you're 43 yeah Paolo Escobar 44 when he died wow and he'd achieved so much sorry Pablo not Paolo <laughs> but it's his brother, his brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's a train driver, wasn't he? Do you know what? You, you are one year away from, from being... <laughs> I feel sorry for Paolo because he didn't do anything wrong. He's a train driver, paid all of his taxes, and he was constantly getting mistaken oh, for his brother. Dear, yeah, yeah. He would even mow next door's lawn, but everyone thought he was a drug baron just because of his brother. Uh, shall we um, summon in Benny from Crossroads? Here he goes. Here comes our producer. Hey there, Adem. Hi, you right? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, if you're listening to this right now, our producer Adem's just popped in and he's wearing a bobble hat indoors. Oh, I need to shave, so... What's that got to do with a bobble hat? Because then I look like 
Someone, a certain person in the office that... He's balding. <laughs> Uh, Balding and bald. Well, yeah, I would love it if you grew your hair. You know, like people used to do. If you look back at any photos of football players back in like the 60s, 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. if you were losing your hair a little bit, people didn't worry about shaving it right off like they do these days. Or everyone's going about, oh, poor old Prince uh, William, he's got to shave his hair soon. They used to just let it grow. Yeah. Like proper bald on the front, but like a massive good old comb over. Adam, I'd love to see you with a comb over. Too, you're too old for a comb over? Not happening, mate. How long? Oh, I'd, I'd love let, it. I tell you what, let's let's add him with a microphone here. How long do you reckon it would take to grow a comb over? Because <laughs> I, I reckon if he was here in a year's time, I'm not sure he'd quite have grown enough hair for it to grow over. Well, can I say one of the struggles for bald men or balding men is right. you guys have to put gel in your hair, moose in your hair, and it's such a faff. Apparently, we have to shave every three days. Oh, yeah. Now imagine that. There's an advert I stand opposite in the tube every single day for a... It looks like a little uh, drone, to use a, a, a topical thing at the moment, but you put it all over your head and it shaves... Because you must... It must oh, be annoying the, to the have skull to, shaver. Skull shaver. It must be annoying enough to pay uh, a barber 15 quid to do your hair in two minutes. Nah, I do it in the sink. Do you? Yeah. But, like, Richie's question, comb over, if you were to let that grow, how long would it take? <sighs> Give me 12 weeks, three oh, months. I'm willing to invest... I don't think 12 weeks you'd have got, uh, I promise you, because I've not had my hair cut for two months. So this is how much growth I've had. Really? In two months, yeah. I'd have hair like the bass player from the Jimi Hendrix experience (laughs) if I didn't cut my hair. So if I go on my kind of hair growth, I don't think you've got a comb over in two months. Isn't the rule, the more you shave it, the quicker it grows? I think that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I like that little urban legend. Mm. But I reckon... Grow it. Let's, we're looking for stuff now for 2019 for home time, right? In terms of stuff to talk about. I, on air. I don't put my foot down many times on this show, but for you guys, I'm not doing oh, a comb over. Grow okay, it. I tell you what, uh, uh, Andy and I, uh, uh, joint enterprise on funding this. Yeah. <laughs> 25 quid each, so 50 pounds for our first home time show back, which will be on one second. Let's have a look. It will be on the 7th of January. Okay. Don't shave your hair until then. I'm going to wear a hat every day until that live show, though. I'm just thinking... Is that fine? Let's, yeah, fine. No, let's, let's think longer term than this. I'm, I'm not paying him for someone just to not shave their head for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I reckon March, leave it till March. Can you do two favours, right? Don't cut your hair, put it into a ponytail. <laughs> Number two, like my friend's uncle from Greece, grow both your little fingernails. He used to uh, dip in the end of his rollies <laughs> with an extended fingernail. Right. I'd love to see you like that. I, I, I'll just say one thing. I, I think his hair's receded too far back to get the ponytail. See, there's, there's throwing think? the gauntlet uh, down for yeah, you. Do you Go on. I mean? Are you having that? <laughs> right. 25 quid each. He's got quite a lot of authority as a producer. He's <laughs> yeah. really showing how much of a hand he's got over us here. It's 25 pound plan. each. And you know I'm a fan of a hat, so a new hat from each of you. Okay, 25 pounds and a new hat. Yeah. And I will do it until the start of March. So January and February. I'm willing to pay him. I'm for... willing to. I think I've even got the money in my wallet. Gentlemen's I... agreement will shake hands. I'll go, I'll go to the cash point now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave from Battersea. Yeah. Yes, Dave. The big Dave. The 12th Dave. 12th Dave. Woo-hoo. 12th Dave. How does it feel? Brilliant. How's... Absolutely fantastic. Can I ask you, how does it feel as a Dave hearing your fellow Daves, your peers, uh, singing so well and making a big song uh, of their name? I'm looking forward to being part of that group. So you are. So you have you been you've been hearing it over the last twelve shows, thinking one day that 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 could be me. And today you thought, nah. Do you know what? Damn it! Today is the day. Today's the day. I thought today I've got to be the twelfth. Of course you have. Good. Lad. To be the twelfth. Twelfth is the big one, isn't it? 
Carpe <laughs> Davum, etc. As they say. As they say. Uh, we're a little bit concerned, right? Richie and I have just been trying to work this out and uh, we're a little bit concerned how Battersea fits into the song. Well, look, with someone who's got grade five piano uh, from the Royal School of Music and uh, grade C GCSE, I put it to you that it was scanned thus. Dave from Battersea. Oh, I don't know about that. Dave, you having that? Yeah, yeah Dave from Battersea. No, oh. no, 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 no. Dave from Battersea. Dave from Battersea. That's it, that's it. So that's how it's going to happen, Dave. All See, right? I would say okay. I would say it's more down the lines of Dave from Battersea. No, because no, you, you, yeah. you hate it already. I don't even like the sound of that myself, to be honest so with you. So we're all agreed in a minute. It's going to be Dave from Battersea. Yeah. Brilliant, I'll right. He's primed. Here we go. Time Dave. for us to sing. Here we go. Right. Dave number 12. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Day from Battersea, Day from Wembley, Day from home, Day from Chelsea, Day from Wymander, Day from Newcastle, Day from Shrewsbury, Day from Gold, Day from Dundee, Day from Droitwood, Day from Telford, and a day from Caffelly. Day five, final day. He's got to be nearly home. The excitement must be tangible. For cr- oh, there he is! It's Chris Rea. Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, lad! Hey, Chris. I'm just driving up all cul-de-sac, fellas. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Really home. All the Christmas lights are up. Santa, his reindeer, or what, what they call, I can't remember the name, Rudolph, Vixen, Blixen, Prancer, Dancer, Tinder and Grinder, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the horse, the horse looks great, man. Great. There's people waving at me as I'm pulling up to my palace. Hey, Tony lad. <laughs> Only problem is, fellas... I had a Greg's just outside Durham on the A1 earlier, Perry Bridge. And I'm dying for a number two, lads. Chris. I've got one in the lobby, no mistake, and I'm desperate to eject it. (laughs) I've eaten way too much stodgy food. If the wife's listening, I'll need a bit of roughish with me lamb shank and oven chips tonight, love. (laughs) Everyone in the cul-de-sac is waving. Hi-yi-yi, fantastic, Danny, lad. Oh, it's a relief to get back because I picked up Chloe Ferry and Faith Mullen, the both off of Geordie Shaw. All right. I know, me neither. But I ended up Googling them both. And no, that's not a euphemism. I actually had to look them both up on a search ending. Quack, quack. You know what I mean? Anyway, listen. Basically, from Darlington onwards, we were tucked the two in but they were yakking away the whole time uh. on the perfume, man. My eyes were watering so much I couldn't see anything on the dual carriageway just outside Thornaby. Dangerous. I stopped off on the hard shoulder. We shared a nice Christmas packet of lava and butter silver. <laughs> and then I've run them into Spectrum on Tees off the A19 double quick. Because by this time, I was dying to go to the lab for a sit down. Oh, so it's just as well I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get my feet on holy ground <laughs> and my bottom on my holy carsey. <laughs> I hope I don't have to sign too many autographs when I get out because I'm bursting, man. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Just a minute. Oh, someone tapping on the window. Uh. That, no, love. I'm not doing autographs. No time. 
Yeah, I need to do one. Yeah, a big one. No, I can't on a boat. No, no. Can you pop by on Boxing Day? Yeah, I'm Okay, fellas, I've a canny few days off and a canny time to all your listeners. This is Chris Rea. And at last, I've arrived home for Christmas! Yes, Chris Rea. <laughs> Just in time. Time now for the final one of these of 2018. Yeah. We're all very excited about Christmas and New Year, but the question is, will we make it there? What how, What do you mean? Will we make it to Christmas and New Year Do you know something that we don't about this, or what's going on? <laughs> Are you aware of what is going on over the next three days? Um, it Has it happened where there's a certain cult and we're bang on their time for what the end of the world's going to be? <laughs> is that what it is? That's actually January. There is, is a big cult that is very, very worried about the blood red moon of January the 20th. Ooh. But that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the alignment of Venus, Earth, Mars and Uranus over the next, <laughs> th- <laughs> over the next three days. Okay. The way they are aligned over the next three days in the solar system could have devastating repercussions because they believe that the gravitational pull of the four celestial bodies together could pull on the Earth tectonic plates for a super earthquake. Well, you know what I mean? First off, in terms of the amount of food most people eat over Christmas, I, I can sympathise with someone worrying about Uranus over the uh, festive <laughs> periods. But uh, this, is, uh, this is nonsense. This is astro- astrology, isn't it? More than astronomy. It's, it's not. It's actually, it's actually not nonsense. Uh, nonsense. Is it? All right. The, the planets I listed, Venus... Earth, Mars, and Uranus. Yeah. They all exist. Yeah. Okay, no one's going to deny that. They also are all in a certain position over the next three days. Right. Okay. So what does that mean, though? The position is Uh that they're all in the pulling position. Pulling position. Okay, so I, I, look, I'm I'm not. I, I don't know whether you can tell from what I'm saying. Here. I just need to know whether the jet. I'm looking for the jeopardy. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, they might be all lined up like a brilliant shot in snooker. But what does that mean for me if I'm going to the shop around the corner? Are you familiar with the Ring of Fire? Uh, if you're partic- referencing a restaurant in town, maybe. But uh, no, I don't know what you mean. Ring of Fire, no. The Ring of Fire are uh, is is the tectonic plates that run around the Pacific Rim. So you are. T- <laughs> what is going? Why is all of this about bottom? <laughs> this entire piece has been about. Am I supposed to pick up on this? It's like Do you know what? I, I'm, I'm on the cusp. <laughs> there are people that are listening to this right now, and I'm making perfect sense to them. I'm on the cusp of just saying. Do you know what? Sodja, all right. Come back to me when your house has fallen down on Christmas Day. Oh, now come and, on. And and then apologise because circumstances. Imagine if Nostradamus had this kind of attitude. Imagine that. Circumstantially, I have referred to Uranus and I have spoken of the Ring of Fire, but they are actually all relevant things in this. Then you said Pacific Rim and then you've taken it beyond (laughs) any normal conversation. All right, look, 
This is where it ends. But if you're interested in this story, Google it because it's a thing. Oh, right? I know. I've got an idea. What about this? Why didn't you offer the listeners, seeing it's the end of 2018, a one-off, bespoke, one-to-one Hitler's toilet service? They can get in touch with you right now, and you'll send them it <laughs> okay. on a one-to-one basis. Okay, I tell you, all right, one-to-one. All right. If you want to know more about this, go to www.express.co.uk slash news slash weird. Just don't Google Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it. That's the final Any Other Business of 2018. Uh, hope you enjoyed Chris Rear. Hope you enjoyed uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Big thank you to all the Daves who got involved with that as well. They are brilliant. They were all beautiful. Uh, Who's your the... favourite Dave? Uh, uh, Dave from Dundee. I'm going to go Dave from Caerphilly, the one who we heard him the most because he was Dave number one. <laughs> I I I can hear Dave from Dundee in my head right now. Dave from Dundee. D- Dundee. <laughs> who was the really guy that the guy that was really flat, just absolutely terribly flat? Dave, Dave from, Shrewsbury. from Shrewsbury. Yeah, he was. One of Dave from Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. <laughs> you love them all, so thank you very much for that. Uh, so in terms of coming back, we're going to be co- we're covering breakfast. We're going we're going early for we a few are. days. Second, third, and fourth of January. If you like the mishmash you hear on your way home, do enjoy three temporary days of it on your way in uh, to start 2019. And uh, then we're back in our home from the 7th of January. Have an amazing Christmas. Have a brilliant New Year. Thank you so much for listening to the show, getting involved. We love you for it as well and downloading this podcast and we'll see you in 2019. Bill Bailey, play us out for one last time of the year. It's the podcast. 